the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1170, The Answer. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to The Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. More dynamite! Dynamite, dynamite in a dress. Here sharing your San Diego drive time, 6 to 7 p.m., busting through the lies, liberalism, and lunacy. And I guess liberalism is, I guess that was, you know, an oxymoron there, talking about liberalism and lunacy. Uh, Glad to have you all here with me, as usual. Thanks to everybody out there. If you want to be a part of the show, lots of different ways to do that. You can uh, chat with everybody out there on the Facebook Live thread. Great people there. Smartest minds in America, the Andrea K. Show listeners. You can follow me on Twitter as well. Uh, I'm also on Instagram. And you can call in the show. Tell me what's on your mind. The number is 888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. I will try to save a few minutes uh, throughout the show to be able to take calls, but we got a jam-packed show for y'all tonight. I got some heavies on the show tonight, y'all. Heavier than a AR-15 that people are still referring to as an assault rifle and not. Heavier than some bump stocks that I guess people are suddenly deciding they want to ban, which didn't have anything at all to do with the Parkland shootings. We got some bigs tonight. President Trump. Uh, today had a meeting. We're going to find out uh, whether or not throughout the show who did who got thrown under the bus today. Did did President Trump throw the NRA and the Second Amendment under the bus, or is he strategically driving the bus somewhere? Joining me to answer those questions coming up is none other than a board member of the NRA himself. America's Colonel, Colonel Allen West. He's going to be here to talk about that later on in the show. What is our, yeah, I've talked a lot about Sheriff Shortstack out of Florida. We all know the gross incompetent, incompetency involving the Sheriff's Department down there and the grossness in the way that that man has politicized his department. But a lot of people are saying, hey, what is San Diego doing? What is our Sheriff's Department doing to keep our citizens safe, not just in our schools, but outside of the schools? So stay tuned because our local man, our Sheriff G, Sheriff Gore, is going to be on the Andrea K. Show and answer that question. And, and you know, Diane Feinstein, she had some people giving her some angina some heartburn this week, and I've got a guest coming up who wants to add to that, so you're going to want to stay tuned. Um, speaking of getting agina, speaking of getting thrown under the bus, that's what everybody's saying tonight. They're saying, oh, this poor Jeff Sessions, he got thrown on the bus today by President Trump, and suddenly uh, he is uh, become a victim to people. I'm even hearing that from conservatives. I'm even seeing that Jason Chaffetz said today that the uh, the public criticism of President Trump against Attorney General Jeff Sessions is mind-boggling and almost embarrassing. Um, he's the one who nominated him. People are scratching their heads. Anybody scratching their heads today and asking themselves why President Trump did this is a part of the swamp and is a part of wanting to keep things maintained the status quo. President, that is not what President Trump was elected for. He, when people chanted 
drain the swamp and lock her up, it was not meaningless. And President Trump did nominate Jeff Sessions to do just that, to drain the swamp, to start bringing the rule of law, not just back to this country, but also to Washington, D.C. Crimes have been committed. Gross crimes have been committed against American citizens in the worst possible way. The weaponizing of our highest law enforcement agency in the land. And Jeff Sessions has done nothing about it. Hat tip to Donald Trump for saying what he said today. And he was very wise to do it publicly because can you imagine if he had picked up the phone and done it in private? Who would have been leaking about that and making all kinds of accusations against President Trump? And here's what he said. He said, why is AG Jeff Sessions asking the inspector general to investigate potentially massive FISA abuse? Will take forever has no prosecutorial power, and already late with reports on Comey, etc. Isn't the IG an Obama guy? Why not use Justice Department lawyers disgraceful? Funny how nobody, I'm not even hearing conservatives mention the key points in this tweet. And, And Jeff Sessions' response didn't even answer the allegations in this tweet, which are right on. Why did he? Why did the Attorney General abdicate his responsibility? Why did he hand it over to an attorney general who has no, no prosecu- an inspector general who has no prosecutorial power? Is it because Jeff Sessions has absolutely no intention of draining the swamp and holding anybody accountable because he's a swamp creature? Why would he give it over to, uh, to an inspector general who's already late with reports? Why would he do that? Why would he give it to an inspector general, which is only then going to delay the process instead of speedily doing his job and holding people accountable? There is no proper answer to these questions that's why jeff sessions response today was as weak as he is well i'm just going to continue here to answer any complaints at the department uh in a way that's upholding it within the law well jeff sessions nobody asked you to do anything outside of the law and he and your response acts as though you're the you're the complaint department at target over somebody who bought a toy and opened up the box and it was defective. We have, it's been long suspected, long asked, I myself asked from day one, on what basis, on what probable cause, which is required under our legal system, on what probable cause did we have a Democrat sitting president launching a surveillance of the opposition party candidate and his team? On what probable cause was that? It has taken almost two years and we finally find out what it is. That the FBI illegally used a lies that were paid for by Hillary Clinton. Basically, the DNC and Hillary Clinton and the Obama administration purchased a, a warrant by lying to a FISA court and using, using lies to do it. And a, an attorney general, Jeff Sessions, doesn't do anything about it. He, he, he hands it off to somebody. Jeff Sessions personally came to San Diego to to pat the uh, Coast Guard on the back because they captured some illegals that came across in a boat. That he can take time out of his own personal schedule to do. Tomorrow there's supposed to be some opiate uh, abuse summit tomorrow. No, he's personally involved in making sure that he's overseeing an investigation into pharmaceutical companies. 
I'm going to, I'm hoping I'm going to have a few minutes at the end of the show to address this opioid crisis. But let me tell you, we have a real crisis in this country, a constitutional crisis, when we have a coup attempt going on against a free and fairly elected president. And a year and a half later, there, we find out there was no probable cause. It was all based on lies and smears. It was illegal. We had illegal spying of an American. That is far more important to me then Jeff Sessions, if he wants to hand something off to somebody, hand that off. Hand off the pharmaceutical companies. You don't hand this off. You get to the bottom of this because we have got to stop this. This is the kind of crap that happens in third world countries. We don't put up with this in this country. And Jeff Sessions, either you do your job or I'm hoping you get thrown under the bus like permanently. And I offer to go get behind the wheel and go back and forth over your body. Okay. We're going to take a break. We come back. I'm going to pose that question of that topic to uh, Colonel Allen West. But, mo- but first and foremost, I want to get his opinion on what he thinks happened with the NRA and the Second Amendment today. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hadley of the Hadley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's avariasco.com. Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers in San Diego talking about their latest technology, Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for San Diegans to test drive the best-sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. If you or a loved one is or are having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult, you're needed to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today, and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first-ever natural-sounding new technology right in their office. Call and schedule your free hearing evaluation and free trial in a San Diego area office near you with absolutely no fee or commitment. To be a part of this test, Google My Hearing Centers or call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686 or Google My Hearing Centers for more information. Hi folks, Jim Peterson with Peterson Dean. Look, we want to help you save on your electric bill in 2018. 
The federal tax credit of 30% is set to sunset in 2020. and It's going down each year before that, but not now. 30% is still available, and we have no money down, no interest, and no payments for six months. And if you buy three panels, you get one free. Are you kidding me? Buy three, get one free. And you could get a whole home backup energy storage battery for me for $29.99 a month. No money down, no interest, and no payments. Solar saves you money. Give me a call right now, 888-366-5498, 888-366-5498. Look, I've been doing this for almost 40 years. I'm the best. Forget the rest. 888-366-5498 or at petersondean.com. No money, no interest, no down. Get the battery for 29 bucks a month, 888-366-5498, CSLB 468-117. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. I'm super excited to have my next guest with me on the show. And I'm hoping that he's going to help me feel a little bit better about what went down in the White House today. Because there's lots of people upset thinking that it's looking like Jeff Sessions wasn't the only one thrown under the bus today. It's looking like the Second Amendment and the NRA was too. What? Uh, To answer the question about what went down today is none other than a board member of the NRA and a particular hero of mine and all of y'all out there. It's Colonel Alan West. Hi, Colonel. Welcome back to the show. Andrew, it's great to be with you. How are you tonight? Well, I'm good, thanks. I'm kind of scratching my head, though, because... um, You and me both. Yeah. So... um, uh, okay. Uh, you know, typically I try to not overreact when Trump initially does something because oftentimes we find out there was quite the method to his madness. And oftentimes he will throw out something that maybe the Democrats have been saying that they want because, because even if he gives them this little something that's meaningless, then he gets more on the end. For example, uh, after this first happened with Parkland, um, he started talking about banning bump stocks. And I was like, well, that's not the end of the world because he's actually now asking for more guns in the schools by arming teachers. So I'm not yeah. really sure what to make of today. What are your thoughts? Well, I was concerned. I mean, I sat and listened to uh, that that session that was going on. And, and what I see is that either you have viable solutions that are related to the shootings that we have seen, and you look at the constant factor in all of these shootings, and you uh, deal with that, or you just have these distractions based upon an ideological agenda. And so when I listen to Diane Feinstein, when I listen to uh, Chris Murphy out of uh, Connecticut and a couple of the other uh, Democrats that were there, they were just talking about an ideological agenda. They weren't talking about some of the real things that need to happen. If you look at what went on there in, in, in Parkland, and, and I know that area because that was part of the congressional district that I was honored to represent. I've spoken at Stoneman Douglas High School to the Army ROTC cadets back in 2011-2012. we got to do something about the mental illness problem uh, when it comes to individuals being able to acquire guns. And if you want to talk about the national instant uh, criminal background check system, you need to focus right there on that. You also need to understand in Sutherland Springs, what happened here in Texas was a failure of that system. So we need to have better coordination between state and federal authorities to make sure that the, uh, the databases, they have the right information. But most importantly, the big question we have to ask, ask, ask ourselves 
you know, what type of mental health records are going to have to be accessed by our state and federal uh, law enforcement agencies so that, you know, someone pops up on the 4473 uh, NICS background check, we will know what's going on instead of what happened with uh, Nicholas Cruz, who everyone saw all these warning signs. Well, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. And, and what concerns me about having uh, improvements in those systems, whatever, those um, – it was all of the systems from a state and local and federal level, government systems. The left has been yammering, uh, take guns out of society and trust the government. Basically, that's that's the message. The The problem is here, the government we, failed we at every level. They failed. Yeah. They failed at every level. And that's the thing that they're not looking at. And, and again, when you start talking about how all of a sudden – you have the pressure to demonize the National Rifle Association. How you have uh, all of these different companies that are being forced to quote unquote, uh, you know, commit boycotts against the NRA. The NRA had nothing to do with what went on there. As a matter of fact, let's look at this comparison: uh, an NRA member and a NRA trained firearms instructor by the name of Stephen Williford. He used an AR-15 to take down the assailant in Sutherland Springs, Texas. You had law enforcement agents that were there, the local law enforcement, Broward Sheriff's Office, the school resource officer. They did nothing. Right. So who should, should you be upset with? The the NRA membership, which responded, or the uh, Broward County Sheriff's Office? And no one can tell me Sheriff Scott Israel did not know on the day that that incident happened on Valentine's Day, the 14th of February, he did not look at that surveillance video and know exactly what happened. Oh, of course he, he did. Of course he did. It wasn't the yeah. NRA that, that visited that kid's home 39 times and did nothing. It wasn't the NRA that got tips, yeah. graphic, detailed tips. It wasn't the NRA that uh, set up some system down there at the school district where the, where local police, uh, local law enforcement was instructed not to arrest people. That was pushed by Obama and the NAACP and others. You know, it wasn't the mm-hmm. NRA uh, that, you know, told the, the school, hey, this kid isn't allowed on here with a backpack but then they didn't bother to secure the perimeter i mean this it it wasn't the nra that just shoved a a tip aside and didn't even forward it to anybody this had nothing to do with the nra and i'm disappointed that president trump and others have allowed uh the left to immediately exploit this they hid behind the shields of of these kids in order to push this Mm -hmm. and there is nothing that's been proposed that is going to do anything to solve this problem assault weapons ban columbine happened under the assault weapons ban virginia tech happened with handguns uh raise the age to 21 the kid from sandy hook stole his mother's weapons so so there is not one gun law that they can point to that's going to solve anything meanwhile a florida scott governor scott's going around florida um talking with his 500 million dollar plan okay um mean okay i i I like some of his ideas because it involves actually securing the perimeters of the school i don't know why he doesn't already have construction crews there but he's not saying anything about removing sheriff israel from office well, and that's the point, uh, is that when you listen to what was going on today in the White House, you did not hear the viable solutions. You know, change raising the, the age to 21, again, that's an infringement upon an 18- and 19-year-old's uh, Second Amendment rights. And how are you going to explain to an 18-, 19-year-old soldier, sailor, airman, marine that we entrust with the safety and security of this country, or a young 19- or 20-year-old that's on a police uh, force and a member of the SWAT team? So, again, that's not a consistent factor. Uh, there are things that at the local level, school boards, you see it in Ohio, you see it here in Texas, there are school boards that are voting to harden their schools and train teachers, you know, 
through the law enforcement agencies. So there are viable solutions out there. No one has to sit around and wait for the legislators at the federal government level to do anything, and certainly not the president. What was most disturbing for me listening to President Trump today was him constantly talking about, you guys are afraid of the NRA. I'm not afraid of the NRA. I don't need them. He wasn't saying that back in 2016 when he stood there and got the NRA endorsement before, you know, many other people were giving him an endorsement. Uh, I think it was May of 2016 in Louisville. Right. Yeah, I I mean, I kind of – Trump is a maker. He's a businessman. This is what they do. They get stuff done. But the, but the problem is, is that he's wanting, he's so wanting to just do something that he's completely lost sight over what works. I think he's trying to please, uh, the wrong people at this point. Meanwhile, the father, can't please everybody. he can't, what, can't what, please everybody. he shouldn't, but you know, uh, I wish he would be focused more on, on pleasing Andrew Pollack, who has spoken out against uh, Sheriff Israel and said that, you know, maybe if the deputies, he, he described today in graphic detail of what was done to his daughter that might have been prevented had uh, the deputies not hidden behind cars, but he confronted Chris Wallace on, and um, he said, it's not going to be fixed because I just heard what you said, what you were focusing on. I'm quoting here, polarizing this event, the murder of these kids. You're talking about gun control. He says, you're just talking about gun control, which is going to give you more ratings. It's not about guns. It's about the safety of our schools. And, and I thought, hallelujah, uh, this man gets it. Nobody's listening to him. And that's a shame. Um, because, the, uh, you know, and I, I think President Trump is just wanting to, to get something done, uh, just to, honestly, just to do something at this point. It's a feel good measure. And I do like that he's pushing to arms teachers. Um, I, and I think that Florida did, um, they turned in, I think the Florida legislator, I don't know if it's been completely passed or if it's just where it's at in the process, but I did hear that in Florida, they have come up with a plan to, I guess, a Marshall plan to arm the student, uh, the teachers down there. Um, well, one of the, one of the things that you have, the federal government has a program called troops to teachers for individuals that are separating from the United States military to, to get them to go into schools and be teachers. Wouldn't it be great if we took these men and women that are veterans coming out of the military and allow them to be another level of security and defense for our schools, as well as those high school junior ROTC instructors that are there as well? So, you know, these are the type of solutions you should be talking about because there are two points, the mental health issue and school security. That's it. We don't need Diane Feinstein. We don't need anyone talking about banning anything because it is not about the tool that was used. It was about what enabled this person to slip through the cracks. And as you just said, Virginia Tech, Columbine, Aurora, Colorado, Jared Loeffner in Arizona, uh, Sandy Hook, the consistent thing is mental health, mental illness. And that's what we have to tackle. I would even suggest that it's even not even just mental illness, Colonel West. I would say it's really also about a cultural and spiritual crisis in this country uh, to where we've yeah. we've taken all morality out of our schools, discipline out of our schools. We've demonized everything that's traditional America. Uh, we've hardened the hearts of our kids, and we didn't teach them love and Judeo-Christian principles. There was even a story, I think, out of Florida to where the guy uh, calls mm-hmm. the police and says, "My, you know, I'm concerned over my son's gun post. So he hands the phone, gets the phones over to the to the cops and the cops find child porn on his phone. This is a teenager. You know, uh, uh, the the what kids are exposed to today, the the violence and the sexuality of children and all this. We've corrupted our young people's minds in a way. Think about the, the violence of the lyrics and rap music. 
and these video games and things that they see. And so there is a culpability, like you say, all across the culture. And then as well, we've decimated the family, the traditional family unit, uh, and to the point where we don't have those strong parents that are in the home, able to, you know, talk about what's right and what's wrong and discipline and respect and regard for authority. So you're right. This is something that goes beneath the, the simple thing. We need to disarm, you know, people. We need to arm this country morally once again and spiritually and get back to some very basic foundational parental uh, items and issues. Th- think about the kids out there in Columbine. How did the parents not know what they were doing and, and assembling there in the uh, in the garage? My dad would. I, I mean, if mm-hmm. I'm out, you know, six or seven hours or something. Mm-hmm. My dad, what are you doing, boy? You yeah, know, yeah. He, Why do we have? We're right. I mean, how do we have these parents that this guy? Okay, I guess this this father, for example, sees these posts from his kid, but you know, it, he evidently wasn't doing a whole lot of um, in, investigation into what his kid was doing because he didn't see a video of a ten year old. Being, being raped on this kid's phone. Uh, so, you know, we, we, we've had parents uh, just not, not parenting anymore. You know, we, we're coming off of generations where parents just hand their kids over to the schools and just want to be cool. And, you know, we don't, there's no right or wrong in this society anymore. Tomorrow's the opiate uh, ap- epidemic uh, summit. Uh, you know what? There were just like there were uh, guns in my high school with kids rolling up to school with loaded gun racks in the back. We've always had drugs in our society as well. The epidemic of addiction, the epidemic of violence is because we've got a cultural problem and the solution is not the government. And I'm disappointed that President Trump jo- tr- chose to jump on the bash the NRA bandwagon instead of bashing some crap that's going on in our culture. We've got a minute left. Final thoughts, Colonel West. Well, the final thoughts are I hope that we can take the emotions out and focus on the real uh, solutions here. Again, uh, look for those common trends and those common consistent factors that we need to correct. Not everything has to be done at the federal government level. There's a lot of things local school boards can do. But again, it gets back to parents. It gets back into that type of involvement. It gets back to correcting the gaps and the loopholes in our law enforcement agencies that are allowing these things to happen. All right. Well, thank you so much. How can you've got a podcast that people can watch, correct? Yeah, correct. Uh, it's called the Old School Patriot. So please, uh, I think it's Stitcher and also the, uh, uh, you know, I- I'm not so smart on all of these things. Me I neither. just started a month ago. <laughs> but yeah, you can Google Old School Patriot and you, it'll pop right up and we'll probably be going to be doing a Facebook Live tomorrow. So everyone look out for that as well. Oh, good. And and also I want everybody to go to um, Colonel West, uh, Alan West Republic's Facebook, because I also love what you had to say about DACA and this uh, this court ruling to where you said that that uh, President Trump and the administration needs to push back against that because the executive orders were not legal in the first place. So they really don't have to recognize this court ruling. And And I loved what you had to say there on that. Yeah, executive orders are not law. And Article 3 says that the courts are supposed to interpret law, not executive orders from previous administrations. And the Trump administration, it's an opportunity for them to uh, stop the transformation of America that Obama was doing. I think that was a point you made as well. Colonel Allen West, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure, Andrew. Take care. Okay, now. All right, stay tuned, Andrea K. Show listeners. Diane Feinstein's had a rough week, and you know what? It's going to get even rougher for her coming coming uh, forward the next few months. Stay tuned to the Andrea K. Show, and you will find out why. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K. Kay, spelled K A Y E. 
If you don't have an estate plan, then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. The number one myth with a reverse mortgage is that you can't keep your home. Hi, I'm Michelle Cole, and I'm here to tell you that is absolutely false. You can keep and stay in the home you love with better cash flow and maintain the lifestyle of your choice. If you or someone you love is over the age of 62, call me today at 858-344-5998 and I'll use my 30 plus years experience in lending to see if a customized reverse mortgage is the right solution for you. I'll even pay your appraisal fee. That's 858-344-5998, 858-344-5998. 90 percent of women today will eventually be solely responsible for their finances are you prepared join sherry blair a financial advisor for the past 24 years as her complimentary guest at women money and beauty on saturday march 24th at one o'clock at the beautiful san diego botanic garden sherry will empower you to take control of your finances today so that you can create financial security and freedom now and in the future plus create your own beautiful flower bouquet to take home this free educational seminar is saturday march 24th at one o'clock at the beautiful san diego Botanic Garden. Register today by visiting am1170theanswer.com and search keyword seminar. Educate yourself so that you can make great financial decisions today and prepare for your bright future. Registration is complimentary, includes delicious appetizers and free parking, but you must sign up by visiting am1170theanswer.com and search keyword seminar. Sherry Blair is a financial advisor. California insurance license number 0B42369 with Michael J. Lucia and Associates. Securities and services offered through HBEC Inc. Member FINRA SIPC. HBEC Inc. and Michael J. Lucia and Associates are not affiliated. Families are discovering a better way to vacation on Tripping.com. One search on Tripping.com lets you filter, compare, and sort homes from the world's top vacation rental sites, so you'll always find the best deal. From furnished beach houses to cozy ski lodges, lakefront cabins to luxury condos in major cities, Tripping.com has them all. Vacation rentals offer more, more privacy, more space for everyone under one roof, and more choices with fully stocked kitchens, extra bedrooms, and even hot tubs. All the comforts of home, and then some. Best of all, at Tripping.com you'll find more savings, with rates up to 80% less than traditional hotel rooms. Planning your family's spring break to Florida? Tripping.com. Can't wait to visit Lake Tahoe this summer? Tripping.com. Dreaming of a cabin in the Smoky Mountains? Tripping.com. This year, get out of the hotel room and into the vacation home of your dreams with Tripping.com slash travel. That's T-R-I-P-P-I-N-G dot com slash travel. Find your perfect vacation rental on Tripping.com. AM 1170. The answer. San Diego. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Weren't you all just so happy to hear the other day that Dianne Feinstein didn't get the back of the Democrat Party? This senior senator, and I mean senior, not just because of her age, 
in how many years old she is, but because that woman's been in the Democrat Party like forever. And she and they didn't back her because they said she wasn't liberal enough. What? And there she is today, forced to be bumped up against Trump and like trying to cozy up to him. Well, you know what? It's only going to get worse for Dianne Feinstein because she's got a challenger out there and not just on the Democrat side. There's a Republican who's throwing his hat in the ring and it is John Estrada and he joins me now. Hi, John. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you and to your audience. Well, tell everybody about you and why you decided to jump in the ring, because you know what? Running for office, especially uh, for U.S. Senate, you know, beyond local races is really, really difficult to do. So tell everybody about yourself and, and what your plan is. Well, I've been in politics for 30 years, but uh, one of the big reasons why I've entered the race is uh, I'm a United States military veteran, and I have uh, seen the uh, problems that's happening with the Department of Veterans Affairs. Uh, many of our veterans aren't getting the benefits and services they're entitled to, and uh, 22 of them commit suicide every day. And so that's one of the big factors. The other thing, too, is that I've seen the Democrats have totally uh, messed up California terribly. And Dianne Feinstein sort of the, the, the top person in the Democratic Party until uh, this weekend, where she is no longer uh, considered uh, a viable candidate. Well, it's interesting because the reason why they don't want to back her is because they say she's not liberal enough. And what's shocking to those of us in California, John, and, and even to the rest of the nation is the rest of the nation is watching and looking at, at us and going, wait a second, liberal policies have destroyed the state. You look at the homeless encampments everywhere. I mean, just in, in Orange County alone, I mean, literally tons of human waste and needles were bagged up. They, they don't have anywhere to put all these people. That is happening across the state. It's uh, driven wages down, cost of living up. I mean, we are an absolute mess here. And the answer is, according to the Democrats, is more liberalism. And the voters are buying it, I think, in part because we've had an open border here. So we flooded all these people in that want all these entitlements. How do you fight against that? How are you, how are you going to fight against it? Well, it's really a, a very simple process. Uh, we have to start believing in ourselves And we have to believe that we are Americans and we're going to unite and we're going to go out there and do what we should have done a long time ago. Unfortunately, uh, we've allowed the Democrats to seize the day and seize the moment. You know, this is a year of change. And I truly believe that we have a great opportunity. The, The Democrats are so confused and they're messed up. They've got a bad message, uh, messengers, and they got bad message. And so we have, I mean, it's just an uh, opportunity of a lifetime for us to make something happen in 2018. Well, how can people get more information about you and uh, get behind you and help support you? Yeah, uh, it's very easy. It's uh, gopradio.us. Uh, they can go to my website, and they could uh, get all the information that they need uh, to participate in our campaign uh, to win. And um, uh, this is, uh, we call it uh, GOP Victory 2018. It's going to be a big one. Well, I love it, and I appreciate so much anybody that's willing to, has the courage and the guts to, to get out there and, and do, and get involved, you know, and run for office instead of just sitting back and complaining. You're actually wanting to do something to turn things around. Uh, give that website out one more time before we have to say goodbye. Yes, it's uh, GOPradio.us. And, uh, you know, there's so many other very important issues, and hopefully we can come back on another time to talk about all the issues of the day. But the big thing is that people have to start believing in 2018, and we can do it. 
Well, we definitely plan to have you back, and uh, maybe each time we have you on, we'll ta- we'll tackle an individual issue. And uh, now that people know who you are and they can get behind you, thank you so much, John Estrada. We appreciate well, it. Well, well, thank you for the time, and look forward to another uh, broadcast. Thank All you. right. Okay. Now stay tuned because you know what. What's happening here in San Diego? We don't have a sheriff short stack here. No, we've got a great sheriff, Sheriff Gore. And coming back from the break, you're going to hear from him. I sat down with him earlier today. You're going to hear what he's doing to keep us safe here in San Diego. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. The only bed I sleep on is the same one you'll find at some of the world's best prestigious hotels. Hi, Larry Older here. And after two back surgeries and a shoulder operation, I would ache when I got up until I got a duck's bed. The deep sleep I get with my duck's bed is extraordinary. For six decades, Everett Stuns has been home of the finest beds, bedding, and bath linens from around the world. And Everett Stuns is the only place in San Diego where you can experience the duck's difference for yourself. It's one of their exclusive lines of adjustable and flat beds that can be custom-made to your own specifications, including the Savvy Rest Organic Latex Mattresses and the Reverie Sleep System with Power Base. And this beautiful showpiece is your ultimate destination for deep sleep. Only at Everett Stuns on Girard, next to Harry's Coffee Shop in La Jolla, where one visit is worth thousands of luxurious nights. Dennis Prager here for My Hearing Centers in San Diego talking about their latest technology, Signia NX. My Hearing Centers is looking for San Diegans to test drive the best-sounding, most convenient hearing aids ever. Using revolutionary dual processors, Signia NX has the most advanced soundscape processing in the industry, giving you superior speech understanding, especially in noise. If you or a loved one is or are having difficulty hearing, or if understanding speech is becoming difficult, you're needed to try these innovative devices. Schedule an appointment today and you'll be given the opportunity to try this first ever natural sounding new technology right in their office. Call and schedule your free hearing evaluation and free trial in a San Diego area office near you with absolutely no fee or commitment. To be a part of this test, Google My Hearing Centers or call 619-822-2686. That's 619-822-2686 or Google My Hearing Centers for more information. Help Wanted San Diego salutes the employee of the month the one employee you can't live without the others let's just call them dave hey dave you missed yesterday's meeting you said you'd be there true mr employee of the month but yesterday was opposite day so when i said i was going i actually meant i wasn't wait wait opposite day 
So everything you said yesterday had the opposite meaning? Right. So, wait, when you told me you didn't have pink eye... I actually have a raging case of it. And when you said you finished the Q3 reports... Haven't even started them. Oh, well then, that must mean that when you were asking for a raise, you were really asking for a pay cut. Touché, Mr. Employee of the Month. Touché. <laughs> if you don't mind hiring Daves, go to the National Job Boards. They may be free, but trust us, they'll cost you. But if you want Employees of the Month, go where smart local job seekers find good local jobs. Help one at sandiego.com. Local jobs that work. We don't discriminate against people named Dave. Dave is a common name, fun to say, and so we're using it as a catch-all for lackluster employees everywhere. Please don't write us to tell us you were insulted by this ad. That would be a real Dave move, Dave. Recently, we talked on the phone with AM 1170 The Answer family member Sunshine. She took advantage of The Answer's half-price tuition for her preschool son. Sunshine? He's really excited. He went to preschool at the Christian um, school, and he loved it. I want to bring my kids to heaven with me. If I can give them a great education, as well as an education in the Bible, and giving them a Christ point of view of life, then what better investment can I give that? Ah, Sunshine, that is very special. And you know, you could be saying something similar because AM 1170, the answer is giving you an opportunity to invest in your child or grandchild's education just like Sunshine did. From preschool through high school, get a high-quality private education for half off the regular tuition fee. Go to am1170theanswer.com and check out the list of schools in your area. Then give us a call at 844-800-5757 and lock in your child's place next fall. 844-800-5757. AM 1170. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. I am super excited to have my next guest with me. It's an incredible honor to have Sheriff Gore on The Andrea K Show. Sheriff Gore, welcome. Oh, thank you, Andrea. It's a pleasure to be with you. Okay. After what happened in Florida, the Parkland shooting, parents and Americans all across the country are concerned about school safety. And I know that you and the Sheriff's Department and the San Diego Police Department has, have, has had some tremendous success in the past few days in keeping us safe. How can, how can you speak to that? Well, Andrea, it's, it's partnerships is what it boils down to. It's not just the police alone. It's, it's the communities. It's the schools. It's the school administration. It's the students and, and them sharing information they have. They're there every day. They know the, the kids that they're in class with. And they see the social media posts. And what's important is to build up that trust between the schools and public safety. And, and if you see something you think is inappropriate, don't hesitate to report it and, and know that it will be acted upon uh, professionally and quickly, uh, as you've seen in, in several schools around the county, from North County to South Bay, you name it. But that that just doesn't happen by accident. That's a lot of a lot of time spent working with our partners and, and looking at it from a, a holistic approach, if you want to say that. Um, school resource officers uh, throughout the county working and developing those relationships, uh, having plans in place uh, should you have uh, uh, an active shooter in a school, and not only having those plans but exercising those plans. No, it's no good to have these plans unless you actually practice them with law enforcement, with, uh, with the school uh, administration. We've done that. Uh, I'm proud to say that the Law Enforcement Coordination Center, which is a uh, an information fusion center for law enforcement here in San Diego County, has <clears throat> gone around to schools, and I think we're through about 90% of the schools now in San Diego County, where we go and actually videotape uh, inside the schools uh, and then put that online to be available to first responders should you have an active shooter in a school. 
this is the result of just a lot of planning. Uh, and like I said, it just doesn't happen overnight. We started these things uh, years and years ago. As you know, we Santana High School was shortly after Columbine here in San Diego. So we have a history here in this county of, of dealing with those types of tragedies, and that makes you uh, prepare even better, I think. Well, you certainly, you guys certainly are prepared because we've had a few, for, for those who aren't familiar, we've had quite a few copycat threats here in San Diego since Parkland. And not only was uh, did people implement the see something, say something, but local law enforcement act, actually acted on it and arrests were made and the schools and school children are safer today because of all the efforts and all the coordination and all the plans that you guys have put in place. And I just, you know, I'm so grateful uh, for the sheriff's department and local well, police thank department. You. It, for it you helps guys to get done. the word out too to, to these kids uh, that these, these it might be a joke. They think it's, it's fun. These are going to be taken seriously and, and we've got to stop these, these types of, postings online uh, so that when the when the actual threat does come through it's not like crying wolf uh, mm-hmm. that there is a, a response but in the meantime uh, these copycats as you pointed out Andrea will be taken very seriously and we're not going to tolerate it we will respond and take the appropriate action uh, speaking of success one of the reasons why we wanted to have you on the show is because you have implemented some programs here mm-hmm. in San Diego that have lowered the recidivism rate and that is a tremendous success for our community in, in keeping all of us safe. Tell us about those programs and how it's worked. Yeah, thank you. It gives me the opportunity to really brag on what I think is a real success story for the Sheriff's Department and for public safety here in San Diego County. This all started back in, in 2011 with criminal justice realignment in California, where individuals that used to go to state prisons, uh, felon, uh, convicted felons, now, uh, unless you're the most serious and violent offender, you now get sentenced to a county jail instead of a state prison. So it's changed public safety in, in California dramatically. When this took place, when it, we implemented this in 2011, we sat down as a as a public safety community with the sheriff's department, probation, the district attorney, the public defender, and said, how are we going to make this work? This is a gigantic change. Prior to that, misdemeanors, year or less in jail, you went a year or less, you went to a county jail. Any felony, you went off to state prison. So it was a dramatic change. We decided what we had to do is 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 stop that that vicious cycle of incarceration back out in the street, reoffend back into state prisons, and uh, to do that, we had to really work on what we call programming in our facilities, giving these individuals that are now in our care and custody the tools they need to be successful when they go back out to uh, to our communities. And we have to remember that 95% of the people that go away to state prison and county jails are coming back to our community. So to me, it's just, it's, it's common sense that we give these people uh, a chance to succeed when they go out so they're not burglarizing your house or stealing your car. Uh, and that's what everything we've done has been focused on, whether that's uh, giving them educational opportunities, high school diploma. We, we offer college courses in our facilities now. The core of everything we're doing is what we call cognitive behavioral training. That's It's kind of getting inside the, the minds of, of the people that are incarcerated in our jails and trying to change the way they, they think that got them into our facility, into our jail to start with. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the core of everything we do. And then if we can teach them to read and write, we can get them clean and sober. We have a lot of substance abuse program we do. And then we have uh, different job programs in our facilities. I think you have to remember when we started this in 2011, the state, and I, the, the term recidivism can be complicated. We like to talk about return, return to our facilities. Okay. Uh, the return rate at, at the state level uh, when we started criminal justice realignment was in the high 60, 70 percent. So 
that meant every three years we were recirculating these individuals from state prison back to the community and back into state prison. We knew we had, we, we had to do better than that or, or crime rates would go up and we'd, we'd bust the bank here of, of the county. So everything we've done has been aimed at that, that, uh, that job training, that, uh, that, that cognitive behavioral training, giving them the skills they need to be successful. Uh, and, and we have. We've lowered that return rate. Now about from the high 60s to 70, we're down in the mid-30s wow. uh, for a return rate to our facilities. Uh, but it, it's, not, it's not just us. It's, it's a, a loan. It's a partnership with the community-based organizations. Like we have, for example, the Workforce Partnership uh, is working with us both in our men's uh, reentry facility and our women's reentry facility, along with a nonprofit called Second Chance, teaching these people how to be employable and then trying to connect them with a job when they leave our facility. We have a big culinary program inside really? of our facility where, where people can be certified and get the certification they need to go out into the community and, and get a job. Fantastic. So we just recently partnered with the, the, the County Restaurant Association. Wow. Uh, they've been into our facilities, and now people, when they leave, they'll have a job waiting for them in, in restaurants around town. Uh, <clears throat> we're in the process of developing partnerships with the Carpenters Union to bring those trades, and it's so much more than just woodwork. It's wallboarding, it's framing, all the things that go into building a house. Right. We're going to try to bring those trades into our facilities so that we'll give these people the basic skills so when they go out, they can go into some type of an apprenticeship program and, uh, and be successful, productive members of our community again. I love it. You know, I, I want to go back to something that you, you talked about er, earlier, and that is the, I don't, I can't remember the word you used. So, um, so if it's like cognitive, something rather. Cognitive ba- behavioral training. Cognitive behavioral training. Basically. We make what, it simple. We call it thinking for a change. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for those of us who don't, who don't okay. understand these big words, but it sounds to me like, um, what you're doing is you're treating the underlying issues within the human beings as to what, what put them there in the first place. And I feel like that's so important for us, Sheriff, because when I look at what happened in Parkland. I was saying, you know what, it's wonderful to talk about things like gun control measures and stuff, but I feel like we've got a cultural and societal crisis on our hands, which is leading to crime. And we really need to be focused on the underlying issues. If if these guys are ending up in prison and jail because they didn't have hope, they didn't have any training, they didn't have an education, let's deal with that. Just like we need to deal with the underlying reasons and what's going on with the hearts and the minds of our youth today and and what they're doing. What have you found? What have you found in terms of the, the underlying causes are? Well, I mean, there's a lot of issues. You know, we have uh, high unemployment. We have people uh, growing up in poverty, uh, inadequate food. Just you know, the the the, the statistic on that uh, on those numbers are are tragic in in the most of you know affluent country in the world. But I mean, the group with uh, probably you know a lot of times where parents uh, uh, are addicted to either alcohol or some type of drug. They don't get the type of parental experience yeah. that, that a lot of us do. And yeah. when you miss that in your, in your childhood, it's, it's hard to overcome and recover from that. We're trying to, to get to those underlying, underlying needs when these people are in our, in our facilities to maybe teach them some of the stuff and the, and the thinking that a lot of us had the benefit of getting from mom and dad in a stable in, a home in a stable environment. A lot of these, a lot of these uh, people that are in our custody didn't have that. <clears throat> Right. Well, I just think it's wonderful what you're doing. And I think there's something that restores the soul in being productive and pro- well, our, creating our something. The challenge we have, Andrea, and just to, to segue a little bit, is, mm-hmm. is the, the mental health uh, in, in our facilities. Um, you know, we, we went from about 4,000, almost 6,000 inmates with criminal justice realignment. And about a third of those 
inmates are on some type of psychotropic drug. Mm. So it's a gigantic challenge for us to get them the uh, the mental health care that they need in our facility. And and then uh, the other challenge, like we're doing with, with the job training to, to, to transition them back to the community, is to transition them, the, the people that are getting the mental health care in our facilities, transitioning them back out to the community also for they can continue to get that, that mental health care they need in the community. So, um, you know, I, I said for many, many years now, and it's not something I'm proud of, but we are the largest provider of mental health care beds in the county. Uh, and it's our and it's our jail system. That's not right. We're doing the best we can with it, but there's certain challenges uh, that go along with that, and it, and it goes to the heart of a lot of the issues that we deal with out in our communities, with homeless issues, with crime, and everything else. So wow, very challenging. It is incredibly challenging, and I don't think that the average American has any idea how challenging it is for local law enforcement and sheriffs departments to have to deal with all of this. And you have just done an amazing job, Sheriff Gore. Thank you so much for coming on today and, and sharing just some of your efforts. And I hope to have you back on a regular basis and just thank you i love bragging about this department they're doing amazing things every day to keep this uh, this community safe and and make it a better place to live so thank you for the opportunity thank you again sheriff gore okay so let's see he said sheriff gore was talking about uh that they are the largest provider of mental health beds in the county one-third of all of their inmates are on some form of psychotropic drug. What's been one of the common denominators for these mass shootings, these psychotropic drugs? We need to stop. Tomorrow we've got this opioid epidemic summit tomorrow. How about we talk about the psychotropic drug epidemic and what with the connection between those drugs and what's happening with these shootings? He also talked about the destruction of the family, father, fatherless homes, broken homes, a woman, the poverty element. There is a, uh, I think the statistic was, and it might still hold up, that if a woman has a child young out of wedlock, she has a 90% chance of ending up in poverty. But if she's married when she first has a child, then I, I think there's like something like 60 or 70% chance that there, she's going to go on to be financially, and she and the child are going to be financially viable and have success. We've got to get to these cultural issues that are going on in this country. Um, and the left... You know, all, all they seem to care about is rewarding. I, I, I'm proud of Sheriff Gore and what they're doing, but his job is made worse with the cultural and societal issues. And then on top of it, we've got this people like here in California, like this mayor in Oakland, who you know went around and warned everybody that ICE was going to do raids. Do, do you today? Um, now the um, acting director of I think ICE has come out and said that they're looking at charging this woman with obstruction of justice. He says that her going around and warning all of the illegal immigrants in Oakland that ICE was going to do these raids ended up with 864 criminal illegals that they know of, have already committed crimes, are still on the streets because she warned them and they got away. That is obstruction of justice. He said it's no different than gang members shouting police as they're coming down the road. I think radar detectors were made illegal in this country. So I'm hoping that that Jeff Sessions will actually start with the Department of Justice and doing what he said he was going to do to get circle all the way back to Jeff Sessions when we started. It is time for the rule of law to be restored in this country. We can't put all the burdens on local law enforcement, even though we got a good one here in San Diego. We got to start holding some of these officials accountable. Whether it's uh, Hillary Clinton and somebody in Washington, D.C., or whether it's some local yokel like this Oakland mayor who's decided to care more about illegal criminals in this country than American taxpayers. It is shameful what we are doing in this country to the American citizens. 
Um, tomorrow, uh, we're going to spend a little bit more time on talking about this Democrat memo that came out that did not do anything to rebut the GOP memo. We know crimes were committed by the FBI. Illegal spying was done. I've got Cheryl Atkinson who's going to be on the show tomorrow. You're going to want to stay tuned. She uh, sat there in real time and watched our government delete her files on her laptop. The spying, illegal spying on American citizens must be dealt with in this country. We're going to talk about that and more on tomorrow's Andrew K. Show. Thank Thank you all for being here. Thanks to my amazing guest. Have a great night, everybody. Love you all. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.